0: We hope you enjoy our homily podcast. Please consider supporting the ministry of Our Lady of Lourdes by donating to the Future Full of Hope Capital Campaign at lourdesdenver.org. We are so grateful for your support. Good morning, everyone. Well, I'm already absent minded today. Two minutes before mass started, my sacristan said, Don't forget the Gloria. And I did. Today is such a joyful day. Uh, and just a couple things I want to touch on today. The first one is this, is that right now, I think is a very timely feast in the life of the church. Today is also, in a certain way, it's, it's really our feast day uh, at Our Lady of Lords, right? When Mary appeared to Bernadette at Lourdes in France, one of the things she said to her was, "Bernard asked who she is, and she said, I am the Immaculate Conception. And so this is a feast day that's very important for us as a church, right? And, I, and every year I say this, but if you just found out that Jesus is not the Immaculate Conception, that's okay. Right? <laughs> Lots of Catholics are like, isn't Jesus the Immaculate Conception? I mean, he didn't have sin, but this one's Mary, So today is all about Mary conceived without sin. Here's why today is so important. There's a couple of reasons. When people think of the Catholic Church, right, if you and us, when we think of one figure in the New Testament that represents the Catholic Church, generally what people think of is Peter. Don't you think that's true? I I know it's early, but this means yes. This means no. No. Right? People think of Peter when they think of, where's the church in the New Testament? They think it's St. Peter. Right? And Peter's hugely important. And Peter, in a way, does represent the church. But here's the thing. Catholicism has never taken Peter as its primary representative, ever. The primary representative of the church is Mary. It's not Peter, it's Mary. Mary. And we need that today. So much, one of the things that the church has failed at in the modern world is that what we think Catholicism is about, and it goes along with this, when we think that Peter represents the church, that coincides with our belief that what Christianity and Catholicism especially is about, is about authority. When people think about our church, they think it's about authority. And it is. Secondarily, not primarily, Mary, there's no other figure in theology. When you go to seminary and you feel like you're locked up for about a thousand years before you can be a priest, one of the things you learn is that there's only one figure other than Jesus that can represent the entire church, and that's Mary. Mary can represent the, the entirety of God's church. That's hugely important. Why is that? Because the the, the central aspect of our faith is not about the authority of the church. Again, that authority is good and right and true, and it's helpful for us. But the primary meaning of being a Christian is like being like Mary. It's what our gospel said today. And so hang with me for one minute. We'll wrap this up, and we'll do one more thing. Mary today... God, right, sends his angel, Gabriel. And, and sometimes people will say, oh, you silly Catholics. Like, where in the Bible does it say that Mary is without sin? It doesn't say it 100% perfectly the way we would like, but it basically says it today in Luke 1.28. When Gabriel appears to Mary, he says to her, kaire kakari tomine." Which is the tattoo we're all going to get today? Right after mass, we're all going to the tattoo parlor. We're all going to get that on our backs. Kyrie, kakari, tomine is what we translate "hail, full of grace." It's a really hard phrase to translate. That word, kakari, tomine, is only used once in the entire Bible, right here in Luke 1:28. Kakari, tomine, right? Karis is a word of gr- it means grace. Now, hang with me. Be a grammar nerd for one minute. Be a grammar nerd. Kakaritomine is, in Greek, it's a perfect participle. And the perfect tense in Greek is a tense you only use very specifically. If you're going to say, you know, wait, when I was a kid, I used to go do this. That would be the imperfect tense. If you said uh, yesterday was a tough day, you would use what's called the aorist tense. Those are both past tenses. The perfect tense is also past tense, but you only use it in one specific case. In Koine Greek, you only use the perfect tense for when something happened in the past that has continuing effects all the way into the future. And that's what Gabriel says to Mary. It essentially means, hail you who God filled with grace in the past, and that continues into the future. It's the, same, it's the same tense that people use in the New Testament when they say that Jesus saved us on the cross. Something that happened with continuing and lasting effects into the future. That's why we're all going to get tattoos Why does all this matter? Why is this important? Brothers and sisters, what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ, is it means to have God dwelling inside of you. And Peter is not the primary representative of that. Mary is. God preserves her from sin because God cannot dwell with sin. That's all over the Bible. That would be another 10 minutes added on to the sermon. But it's uh, all over the Bible. God and sin do not go together. So for God to dwell inside of Mary, he had to save her from sin ahead of time. So today the church wants to show you what does it mean to be a Christian. And it wants to give you joy, right, that to be a Christian means that God wants to do the same thing with you. He wants to not just have you follow rules. He wants you not just to be good about coming on a holy day of obligation. Way to go. Pat on the back. What he wants is he wants to live inside of you. Right? I oftentimes tell people in Advent to pray with the joy of Mary, the perfect love she had as Christ dwelt inside of her. That's what it means to be a Christian. It's not just to believe something's true. It's not just to follow certain rules. It's to have God's very life living inside of you. And that's why Mary represents the entire church. One last uh, kind of point this morning. Okay, well that's beautiful, Father Brian. We can celebrate what God did with Mary. That's awesome. But w- what about us? In our second reading today in Ephesians chapter 1, St. Paul says that before the world began, God chose you. Now think about that. Before the world began, he chose you. And he says, it says that he predestined you that you might be holy and without blemish without blemish another way to translate that word without blemish is immaculate mary represents the church right she and she is with her perfect love of god she is wiped free of all stain of sin and here's why today, again, a wonderful feast day. Today's one of those days you should all go out after Mass and celebrate. Because someday you also will be free of all blemish. Right? I know in my own life, right, there's, there's all of my sins. There's all the imperfections. There's all those things that I wish were different about Brian Larkin. And I'm trying to, to make them better. It's awfully hard. But the promise of the Immaculate Conception is not just about Mary. It's about the church. It's a promise that you and I someday, whether through God's grace in this life or through the grace of purgatory, which is a whole nother sermon, unless you want to hang out longer, God will make you immaculate. Right. Someday you will be perfect. You will be without sin. You will be without imperfections. Just like Mary, you will be absolutely as God intended you to be. And so that's why today is a day of tremendous joy and hope. We rejoice at what God has done in the past, His amazing works of salvation. But it's not just about the past, it's about you today. There's a promise for every one of us that God is not done with us. He doesn't just forgive sin inside of us, he destroys it. Right? And he's going to perfect us. So Jesus, we rejoice today, Lord, we pray that we would have that tremendous hope that you will make us as we should be, that we'll be made new and perfect without sin or stain or blemish. Lord, that we would be like Mary. Lord, fill us with hope today. Fill everyone here with hope, a hope that's greater than our day-to-day lives, a hope for eternity, a hope that you would make all things right in the church and in each one of us.